Welcome to Untitled with your host, Rita Kamenetsky. The podcast designed to empower you to achieve any and all your desires because you deserve it. Welcome to the fifth episode of Entitled. I am your host, Rita Kaminsky. Today we'll be speaking about fear and the many shapes and forms it takes on. Sometimes we don't even realize that what we're thinking is fear-based. Let me give you the scoop. Everything you have ever thought and every action that you've ever taken was either based on two factors and two factors only. Fear or love. Maybe a little bit of a mixture of both. This is spoken a lot and heavily in one of my favorite books, The Universe Has Your Back by Gabrielle Bernstein. Oh my god, I've read this book twice. I want to read it again. I've just downloaded the audiobook for it, so I'm going to do my little Bronte to Bondi hike that I love to do and listen to that book again because it is such a pick-me-up. It's such a hype man book. I highly, highly, highly recommend. It's one of those books that I know that I'm going to keep on coming back to. So she speaks about love casting out all fear and the importance of tracking your thoughts and shifting them back to compassion. In her book, she says, and I quote, our capacity to tune into the energy of love gives us the words we need when we read to speak up, the compassion we need when it's time to forgive, and the power we need when we are lost. After reading this book, again, I highly recommend you read it by the way, it totally changed my entire way of thinking. I say this about a lot of books, but truly, this is high on the list. I knew the first steps was to recognize that each time I had a fear-based thought, I needed to shift it back to love. But before we get into all that, what does fear thinking versus love thinking look like? I believe that if you have an idea in your mind, that means that that idea was given to you for a reason. I saw this quote on Instagram the other day and I totally agree with it. If you have a dream, it was meant to be yours. You were made for it. Why did you, you know, have that dream? Why did it just randomly come into your mind? For example, when I film videos, I have this inner love inside me that gets me so excited. I feel so creative and I feel like I'm bursting with life. Everything just feels colorful and fun and just full and wholesome. And I'm just excited to be doing it and I'm just all in focused and each time I'm not doing it it's like I can't wait to be doing that again that's what love feels like for me when I'm filming or editing I'm not talking about the traditional loving a person type of love which it totally can stem from that too if you understand love as being a person or anything like that base it off that definitely But it doesn't necessarily have to come from loving a person, loving a boyfriend, or a mother. Love is super important in 
every single aspect of life. For example, let's talk about YouTube. Now, I have been on YouTube since 2007, so I can't relate to this one, but I totally see a lot of people my acquaintances and friends and people in general that I want to start YouTube, like I know how amazing their YouTube channel would be if they were consistent and kept on pumping out content. So I always try to hype people up to make YouTube. And a lot of people say the exact same thing. I'm scared I'm not gonna get a lot of views. One of my friends actually started a YouTube channel and he was posting a lot He's a comedian, he's hilarious, but when I kept on encouraging him to keep on posting videos, he said, yeah, I really want to, but it's so disheartening working on a video for hours on end and only getting 20 views. Now, I totally get that. I understand that disheartening feeling of putting in all of your energy into something and not having the results that you want. Or it could be that you're scared of your friend's opinions or anyone else's opinions for that matter. That's totally a viable, understandable thing as well that many people come across. And I'm not saying that it's ridiculous. It's totally normal to feel like that. I'm going to be talking about the steps of minimizing fears a little bit later on. But what I wish I told my friend is that that's totally understandable. That feeling is normal in every single person in every bit of the way but if you didn't try to minimize that feeling but looked at why you did that thing in the first place that's when you're going to eradicate the fear and focused on whatever makes you excited about YouTube and those hours of work that you put in yeah they're going to be tiring but they're going to be feeling like it's so worth it when you're doing things that you love that when you recognize that oh my god this is actually making me really happy I'm going to forget about my fear-based emotions and focus on my loved ones that's when you get the ball rolling and everything just starts to feel and look better and before you know it you would have looked back at your fear-based thoughts and just laughed. It's the same thing with Instagram. I love it when women on Instagram post bikini photos. There's only two types of people in this world. You're not sitting on the fence about this topic. Either you hate it and you have something to say about it or you love it and it's empowering. A lot of people saying, why are people, you know, posting bikini photos? Why are they seeking attention? Blah, 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 blah. Other people are saying, this is women empowerment. I want to feel sexy. Or if you've seen my Instagram, guys, you would know what side of the fence. Shameless plug. Follow me on Instagram at Rita Kaminsky. You would have seen that I am very much pro bikini. And if you're someone that is thinking of starting to post bikini photos, for example, what if you were 80 kilograms and you all of a sudden miraculously lost the weight and you feel very proud about your hard work and your body and it's not even, it shouldn't even be that. Like you could just post a bikini photo at any time, at any weight because you feel sexy, right? But 
say that is an example you are doing it because you're proud of your body and you want to share it with the world it has nothing to do with attention but let's say you've never done it before and you're like damn are people gonna think that this is attention seeking what are people gonna think of me stop that's going into fear-based emotions and thoughts and actions and by you not posting on Instagram even when you feel inside that this thought is making me excited like I want to do this I want to post this you have to first realize that what you're doing is out of love and something that you want to do and it's something that speaks to your soul and that has to do with self-actualization and knowing yourself which is a complete different topic of stoicism that is one of the most important things that you could ever do for self-development but when you realize that you're doing this thing out of love you need to lean into the love-based thoughts oh my god i love this bikini it looks bomb i'm young i just want to take a dope ass photo for people to see and it's not like oh I want people to recognize me. Oh, I want to show everyone that I'm the best. Oh, I want people to comment and like my photo. No, it's something that's creative. It's something that brings you happiness by taking that photo. Just using the exercise of taking a beautiful photo in itself is something that's fun that's how i look at it it's like photography but also you're proud of your body and you're able to share both of those things to the world to me that's so fun that's creativity that's using my creative skills it's like saying oh you're attention seeking because you made this music video you're attention seeking because you're making this pop song why would you do that that's so attention seeking no it's a creative outlet when you do something out of love it makes you excited it makes you happy that's how i feel when i post instagram photos conversely if you don't want to do that if it's just something that doesn't resonate with your soul with your being but you want to do it to appear cool because all of your friends are doing it that's a whole other topic that's why it's important to understand and know yourself what makes you happy not anyone else you follow that feeling inside yourself and focus more on the love emotion as opposed to the fear emotion and it will get you to where you need to be another example is skydiving i was able to face my fear of heights by just going for it i use the five second rule by mel robbins i talk about this book all the time highly recommend make sure you check that book out as well but basically what would have happened if i leaned more into my fear-based thinking and thought hey this is really high hey what if the parachute doesn't work and i fall and i die granted i did have those thoughts i must admit but when i leaned into this is so much fun this is on my bucket list i'm truly living life i'm gonna have so much fun going up in the air jumping out with my friend i'm gonna have this amazing video for years to come i'm gonna have this amazing memory for all of my life i'm going to be doing something adventurous that truly does make me happy when i leaned into that and used the five second rule of 
not thinking about anything and just using my body to just jump within five seconds those two things helped me so much and you have to recognize too logically is it something that really is putting you in danger or is it really just your fear do your research for example i want to move to new york and the crime rates there are much higher than the crime rates in Sydney. Does that mean that I'm going to just sit in Sydney? No. Talk to people, do your research. How many times have normal New Yorkers every single day, how often would they face that, if any? Probably none at all, right? I did so much research on this. The crime rates are way lower than they were in the 90s. Many people consider whenever you take a gun out to be incredibly crazy, like it's not a normal thing, like it's portrayed in the world by other people. So by doing your research and knowing as a logical fact that something really is safe, then you know that your fears are just irrational and then you can lean into love. Because of course, your fear is there to protect you in case there is actual danger. But if you do your research, if you're logical about it and you know that everything is going to be fine, then yes, you can lean into love. And it doesn't even have to be about obvious things that are fear-based, like skydiving or talking to your boss about a raise. It can be about being jealous that your boyfriend is talking to a cute girl. That kind of stuff is fear-based as well. Of deep down inside, when you go all the way down, you realize that you're jealous because you're fearful that your boyfriend will leave you. You're fearful that you are not good enough. That's what it always comes down to, the feeling of not being good enough. I can tell you right now, any negative thought that you're thinking if you take that and then ask why 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 10 times you will get down to the bottom of the fact that you think that you're not good enough for that thing that's fear-based too when you recognize and you respect that fear which i'll get into right now not try to suppress it but say yes i feel like this i accept myself i forgive myself for feeling this fear and this jealousy but turning to love and understanding and feeling love for your boyfriend, love and respect for the relationship, and trusting, using your love to trust the man that you're with that nothing is going on. So turning fear to love can help you so much with absolutely every area of your life. From asking a promotion at work, to finally telling your parents that you want to be an artist, or coming up to that person that you'd want to become friends with. But how do we do it? Again, like I mentioned, my first step is in line with what Gabrielle says in her first step, and it's to wake up. She talks about this in a more spiritual sense, which makes sense, but I don't want to get into all that here, even though I wholeheartedly believe it. But this step is a little bit easier, and it's just to wake up to your thoughts. When you recognize that the thoughts that you have are fear-based, you'll be able to surrender to them, respect them, and say, hey, I'm feeling fearful right now that people are gonna think that I'm stupid for posting this video that has three views. I understand that. I respect it. It's a totally normal feeling to have. When you sit with it and fully feel it, you'll be so much stronger for that. But then when you turn around and think, hey, I'm doing this because filming 
this morning routine makes me so excited to share it with those three people. It makes me excited. I want to film what I put in my kale banana smoothie. I just want to do that. Those three people are clicking on your video and watching it and taking it in. Three freaking people. They're not numbers. They're real ass people unless you refresh it three times. So just dig into the feeling of love. What makes you excited about it? If you need to write it down step-by-step -step form, this makes me excited because I want to share my routine because when I watched someone else's routine on YouTube, it inspired me. And that feeling of inspiration of, you know, drinking more water, I want to provide that kind of inspiration to three other people and I'm gonna try not to refresh three times. Lean into love and surrender and respect your fear. Don't try to suppress it but recognize it. Say thank you. Thank you for trying to protect me fear but I'm going to be much smarter than that and I'm going to focus in on what actually excites me and makes me want to do whatever it is that I dreamt up in the first place because I deserve it. This has been the Entitled Podcast and I'll see you in the next episode, guys. This has been the Entitled Podcast with Rita Kaminsky. 